Hey, welcome back to I Hate the News, where we talk about everything but the news because we hate it. And because we hate it, and we should probably let people know that was like our third attempt at that. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know what is it user error or is it anchor? Like I, don't it's know. anchor. There's something wrong. Like, did it updated the app? Did you update it recently? Yeah, I know. There's like been a, there was that iPhone update, and there was a few anchor updates, mm-hmm. and so it's possible that you and I are on different updates. Also, like, Anchor's still a baby that's, like, learning how to walk, yeah, I feel exactly. like. And it's, it still has its sea legs, I think. So, But yeah. they're doing well. So, anyway, we're back. And uh, this is kind of an in-between episode where we're just catching Shooting up. Because we, yeah, we haven't talked in a while, like, properly. I know. Yeah. Um, we've, we've both had, like, a lot of different personal projects going on, uh-huh. um, which is super fun. But uh, we, we called... After the Madhouse episode, we were like, you know what? Like, let's just call it like season one, and we'll pretend yeah. it was like a super profesh break that we did there. Um, even though <laughs> you know, that wasn't the intention. But now it looks really good. Now we're on season two, even though this yeah. isn't officially season two right now. This is the in between episode. Yeah. So just so you guys know, we're professionals. Yes, super super professional. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what have you? What have you been up to? Uh, what have you been doing? I've been. I've been. <sighs> I've been trying to quit Diet Coke. Oh, damn. Well, good luck with that. It's been really hard. You know, soda is weird because, like, it doesn't normally, like, I don't normally, lo- like, love it or drink a lot of it. But mm-hmm. every once in a while. Um... You know, that's what it is. I've been off it for, like, a while. And then, like, every now and then when I start working, when I start, like, writing or something. Yeah. Then I'll start indulging because I'm just sitting at my desk and I'm like, I need this, like, stimulation and stuff. And then it becomes a habit. And then, like, then I have to figure out how to break it again. And I got some yeah. coconut water this morning, and it's delicious, and um, it's it seems <laughs> wow. to be working. You you and coconut water is like me and smoothies, where I'm like, I drink one, and I'm like, why am I not radiating, like, you know, with this beautiful glow, like Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> why am I not then? Isn't that what it's supposed entire, to do? Yeah, I've had an entire smoothie. Like, where are my abs? I'm supposed to want to meditate. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. So that's been one thing. And then the other thing is... uh. Just been working on getting this new site up and um and just get everything ready for the for the next release. Like I'm about to drop an EP. Okay. And I even kind of crowdsourced the cover. Like I kind of put out two different covers and was like, "What do you guys think?" And it was like overwhelmingly they picked the cool one <laughs> versus and... the lame one that you were gonna put out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you no, know, it's interesting how like when we just lead with our with our intuition, um, people mm-hmm. I feel like pick up on that and and that's the thing that they also are responding to well they just reaffirmed it they were all like no the one on the left and i was and that was my first instinct and then i kind of overthought it and decided to do something different yeah but my first instinct was that and like i knew like i should have just gone with that just the whole thing i've learned on this like you know putting this thing up online and seeing what people people are going to say is that your first instinct is usually usually correct it's a good one yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 always overthinking that ruins everything no, I, I mean you can't you can't be precious with with mm-hmm. your art. I mean I think that there there's definitely um, a little bit of just like having to to go in and do the work and do the editing and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. not what I mean. But no, I know what you mean. Can't, you can't overthink the idea. No, because what happens is you start to like you have an impulse and instinct that comes from like 
just your general reaction to whatever you're thinking about. And everything after that is like, it's intellectualizing it. Yeah. And, and trying, to, trying to see what the audience would think, or maybe people prefer this or that. And then you start seeing it from a different point of view. But what it is, is all of that is like, it's like made up in your head. Mm-hmm. It's not based on any kind of reality other than what you think people might like. Whereas your original instinct was based on your entire life experience, you know? Yeah, I think that's, it's, an important thing to remember especially now because I feel like with with social media and and Instagram and and everything um there's this this desire to give people what they want yeah Um, it's really dangerous whereas as an artist like your job is to give people like what they need what they need exactly society is your child right so like you need to give them what it is they need um and 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 be true to yourself in that um because Mm -hmm. otherwise you're gonna make end up making fake fake art yeah it becomes like like very derived and yeah um fake news oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's not go there it's Um, not (laughs) it's like the whole point of the show to not go there no yeah uh -uh. (laughs) not even not even in our non-episodes gonna we go there (laughs) exactly (sighs) unless there's like bombs headed our way (laughs) you like maybe we're going to interrupt this uh creativity podcast yeah this talk on the paris review to talk about the bombs that are dropping (laughs) the imminent nuclear danger in the sky (laughs) yeah yeah um putting on our gas masks (laughs) this might be the end folks anyway (laughs) (laughs) that got dark Um, yeah yeah (laughs) wait why did they why did they make this episode it's an in-between episode relax people what have you been up to um so my sister is getting married in two days um, oh right that's why we haven't talked i'm because we're avoiding you guys <laughs> yeah no exactly <laughs> um and so it's it's been like complete and total chaos uh yeah. my, sister, my sister and i are roommates so um it's been total chaos and on top of that i have been um writing a bunch of independent pieces for various magazines and journals that right. come out soon. And it was also um, dealing with a foreign government and paperwork with that. That was hilarious. And you were telling so, me about um, it, texting me. <laughs> so, yeah, just a lot of like a lot of different things and like trying to um, keep up my own personal life while like really trying to be here emotionally and physically for um, like someone that I am close to. And yeah, and I'm not a wedding person. I'm not a big event person. Um, hey, you know my stance on that. Yes, yes. We the world to does. <laughs> like today, like for example, this morning, um, I had a 45-minute discussion about a nail polish color and what the right shade of nude is. And like, I <laughs> wanted to die. Yeah, I can't like, even. <laughs> I, I, it, I cannot wait for it to be over. Um, and I feel terrible saying that because it's like, it's kind of like saying, I can't wait for the most important day of your life to be fucking done with. Um, <laughs> but that's but it is the most important day of your life. Yes, not mine. Um, so that's, I mean, I hate weddings just for that reason. Yeah, it's so I'm much just like, stress. oh my God, even like one, like, notice I said when, even when I win an Oscar, it won't be that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> No, you'll, like, get an Oscar, like, get takeout pizza delivered to, like, your hotel room, and then... Yeah, I'll be, like, chewing food. gum up at the at the, at the the podium. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> who you are, yeah. Um, meanwhile, like, I would not even go. Um, yeah, exactly, and I wouldn't make so you. <laughs> I'd have someone, like, receive it for me. Um, <laughs> me? Standing. Chewing yeah, yeah, gum. I'd send, I'd send up you, then, chewing gum. 
Uh, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I've been. That sounds I stressful. Do. I have a friend. My friend has a book coming out uh, next week, and I'm super pumped for her. Um, what is it? Allison, well, mm-hmm. you can pre-order her book on Amazon. It's called The Day is Ready for You, and it's amazing. Cool. Um, and she's having a, a book party in New York City right after she- my sister's wedding. Um, so I'll be dipping out from D.C. So that'll be a good there. detox. Yes, yes. <laughs> Decompress, um, rather. Um, yeah, so just trying to be, like, super supportive for all the people in my life right now. Yeah, well, take care of yourself, too, in the middle of that. Oh, yeah, Because you no, know how we like, are, yeah. <laughs> I know, I, I haven't been working out. I haven't been, like, eating super well. Um, so, that's what happens when you get too busy. Everybody's like that, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to, like, get back on that. Because, like, the other day I was telling my sister, I was like, you know, I probably should, like, you know, start eating better, like, not a diet, but kind of a diet right before the wedding. And she's like, I'm getting married in eight days. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be happy to, like, get back in, in my routine. Um, well, hopefully it'll be yeah, a good lots- time regardless. Yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of fun creative stuff yeah. happening, uh, happening too, because I kind of gave up um, – writing poetry which we can talk about on on another episode mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's worth like, discussing we won't do it now but we'll get into it like into yeah. a proper episode yeah and like kind of what it means to follow your impulses like mm-hmm. we were talking and also the earlier. struggle of that like how you it took you a while yeah. to kind of go okay maybe this is what's going on right now exactly and and like how um how those kind of creativity related shifts mm-hmm. affect your personal life and your personal routine because like yeah, you know you're, right. you're changing this huge huge part of your day-to-day life um i mean i just did that with like the music stuff right so right. so so, yeah, so awesome really, to say on that too yeah it's um I, you know you know what we, we won't get into it now but i definitely think it's a healthy thing so like the actual yeah. what both of us did like at first it seems scary but then once you do it you realize it's super healthy so you know what we sh- we'll just make that an episode yeah, no, and definitely, like, what it means to kind of, like, walk away from a genre when you're mm-hmm. kind of, like, at the peak of... And the guilt you of, feel. Yeah, like, you know... Like, we haven't even discussed that, but there's well. a guilt you feel when you when you walk away from something that you're good at, and you're just like, I can't anymore. <laughs> like, and I need a break. Thing where people, whether it's your readership or your family or your support system, where they don't really understand that because they... Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, this is what you've always wanted. You're succeeding in it. Because it may How seem flaky you- or something, right? Like... Right. How can you just change your mind? And also, like, if your support system has put a ton of, whether it's financial, yeah, or yeah, supported support you, yeah, behind you, and then you're um, changing, it can seem like a betrayal. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and you have to weigh all that. But then, in the long run, everyone ends up being happy. So, yeah, or just you, you know? Oh, just and you. Yeah. Awful. What's wrong with that? Oh, self love. Come on. Isn't it? A, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it Mental Health Awareness Month? Or wasn't Ooh, it? Probably. It's over now, isn't it? I don't know. We're both really bad at. Yeah. Um, at those kinds of things. It's funny though, because I I, I uh, tweeted something this morning about mental health. Uh huh. About like you know I've always been kind of open with it. Like I don't tweet about it and stuff just because I don't want to be like shouting my problems at people, right? But right. but but I've always been open about it. I've always been like you know like when I'm on meds, I'm on meds. When I'm not, I'm not. Like I'll 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 even tweet about it like casually, right? Right. So I tweeted about it this morning saying that like I've always been open about my mental health struggle, and um, I think like a lot of artists are scared of getting like diagnosed with mental health problems because they think it's going to affect their creativity. Like if they get, yeah. if they, if they go on meds or if they get therapy or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, that, sure. and I was like, that's kind of like, it's kind of a myth. Like you actually, like 
when you're healthier, you make better stuff. You're still a creative person, you know? 100%. I make even just more stuff. Yeah. Um, because I'm able, I have like the drive because I'm the kind of person that when I'm, I, I don't deal so much with like depression as I do like crippling anxiety. All right. And so when I'm That's not, me too. It's not, it's not depression at all. It's always anxiety. Yeah. Um, when I'm not medicated, I get so overwhelmed that I don't do mm-hmm. anything. And it presents itself as depression. Exactly. Um, and, I, and I have friends who are dealing with that right now, like people that are super talented that like need to put something out, but they're in the rut. And I understand that. I get that, you know? You're, yeah. it's, you're, you're going through shit. But, um, but I think a lot of people are just scared to get better because they're worried that you know, they're not going to be as good. But like you said, that's nonsense. Like you do, you, you, you have more focus, you're more productive, all that stuff. Um, and uh, maybe, you, maybe you can't draw on your sadness as much, but like that was also a crutch, right? Right, you don't have just like you have to remind no. yourself that like you on one hand you're better than you think you are. You have exactly. more than one stick, but on the other hand, like you're also like not so special that you're you need to worry about this incredible thing that you're putting out because such you're a depressed. good point. Nobody knows like, you yet. Yeah, like, it's not. It's not like it's not like your your anxiety or your depression have gotten you places. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, um. So. But yeah, it's uh, so I tweeted that and I kind of add a little mental health awareness thing. And like most of my tweets, when I tweet them, I get like, you know, at the very least, I'll get like one, like two comments or something. Right. Right. And it was like crickets. Just nobody wanted to touch that tweet. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, wow, we still have a real problem. I think one person liked it in the end. And I was like, yeah, because it's a sensitive subject. Nobody wants to be like, oh, hey, bro, I'm aware that you have mental illness. See, maybe, maybe I follow, like, really open people because I feel like everyone's talking about the various ways in which they are fucked up all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of, like, to be I, fair, though, I have a lot of Gen Xers following me, too, though, right? True. And I think there's a, still a little bit of a different mentality with Gen Xers. Like, yeah. I like, think they're open-minded, like, but they're still not ready to, like, high-five you, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, <laughs> my, my, uh... Yeah, no, I love what your generation is doing mental health. You completely turned it around. Like, so much so that, like, 10 years ago, you know, because I was your age, even younger, and it was so, you couldn't even talk about it. You couldn't talk about it yeah. at all. Like, you bring it up and people would just be like, oh, you know, just get hard or whatever, you know? But it's like. That's so interesting because, like, I mean. No, I grew up first... in a get hard environment, 100%. Like, like, never was there any talk about, like, going and seeing a therapist or like that. It was just get hard. And, like, I never, I never complained. Nobody ever said that. I mean, maybe once or twice. But, like it made you feel like something was wrong with you and you couldn't figure out why. But then eventually I figured out it was mental. Like, like I had like a little bit of an imbalance and I just had to correct that. And once I did, it was fine. But, um, but I had to figure it out on my own. I had to like break party lines kind of, you know what I mean? And then now in the last 10 years, everybody's caught up. Yeah. Which is great. Like, I, I can't it. relate to that at all. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's it, and also like an immigrant family. Right. So, mm. But yeah, it was yeah, interesting. Like, Even just, but also, I was up really early when I tweeted that, so maybe everybody's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's really cool that more people are talking about mental health now online and stuff because mm-hmm. I think that's the number one thing we need to address. I like, even that... with this Kanye stuff, to a certain degree, like we won't get into it. But like, even with this, we I'm like, a... I'm just saying, why, why, why aren't people being more sensitive to the fact that this guy might be like actually having? mental health problems you know what i mean see that's 
I think that maybe a lot of it is like communities because like my community, the people that I follow, like yeah. that's all they talk about. Oh yeah. Cause I follow a lot of like, you know, the hip hop culture and this and that, and they're just all just losing their minds over this. And it's like, no, this, this guy's going through something potentially either that or he's highly enlightened. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's it. Um, and we should tell, we should tell the people that you and I have like had our first real fight Did about we? Kanye West. Well, I kind mean, of, we just kind of like stop arguing about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, I just took it really personally. I realized not you, me. I'm saying all the stuff that was going on with Kanye was going on. I just took it really, really personally, more than I've ever taken yeah. it personally. Because to me, it's very like it's like I know what's going on in his head and stuff because I'm a creative and like I kind of like really identify. And I also mm-hmm. know what he's saying. And I know where he's like slipping up and this and that. But the fact that everybody's so like nitpicking and like taking all the bad stuff and being like that's like slavery is a choice. Any normal person who saw that video knows that that's not what he meant. Right, but they they take it in quotation marks, which negates his enti- everything else he's saying, which is super positive. I think it's just about like in this political climate, and and I think which I hate, you that, know like, that, right? But also, like you're not American. Why do I have to be American? I, I hate a political climate. No, I just mean that, like, I think that there's something very specific that is happening in the black American community. And obviously I can't speak to that personally, but like, see, I feel I like I relate to that more being Brown and being a Pakistani and uh, being oppressed right. myself, you know, I think that like when I see just for me, like being a white upper middle-class American, when I have, whether they're black creatives or just black friends and family members, whatever. And, and they're upset about the way that he's worded something, even if it was accidental, which most of them say like, of course, like we don't really think that maybe his intention was this, although he's always, but then it's just being butthurt though. If you know the intention isn't that, then you're being butthurt. Then it's all this, it's it's this outrage culture. I mean, I don't know. I think like, like we said before, I don't think that this is something that we agree on, which is good. No, this, is, uh, this is probably the most entertaining part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that most of the people that I kind of in the art communities that I follow um, have, have expressed concern over like his, his mental health. Yeah. And I mean, on that's where we probably agree. Want- you don't want to go around diagnosing people who are acting no. sporadic as mentally ill because it's but also it does no favors to them and it does no favors to people who are actually mentally ill. But also somebody um, who's an artist at that level is not the same as everybody else. Like what, what people might consider mental illness might just be like, that's his life, you know? Right. And he definitely lives a completely different lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, and also lives like in a Calabasas bubble, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely... Either it's a huge um, performance piece or he's unhinged or a combination of both. Or he's just being completely honest. Or, or he's just, he or he's just saying exactly what's on his mind because he thinks everybody's full of bullshit and catering towards the news and the media and what Twitter will think. But meanwhile, he's like, wait, aren't we all just one, one, one thing? I'm curious, though, what the law and, and you know what my big problem with a lot of this is? I just realized is that like a lot of people who are like people whining about like things being better and this and that. And then a dude comes along and says, Hey, let's make it better. They're like, no, but not with the other side. Like we won't do it with them. And it's like, have you, like this is such petty nonsense because when, when Obama was in power, then all the other side was like doing the exact same thing. And yet nobody sees that. 
I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think. And I'm an outsider. I can see from the outside. You know, like I'm not, I'm not biased in it. I see it like, okay, when Obama was in power, everybody was like, oh, this guy's like the Antichrist and da 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 da. Like the Republicans were just going crazy. Now it's the other way around. Now Trump's in power. Now all the liberals are going crazy and going, oh, this guy's the Antichrist and da 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 da. And it's just like, can nobody see this pattern? I mean, I think, I think that a lot of people do. Um, Which is, I think, but... why where Kanye comes from. He represents that middle of people who are just like not saying anything, who are not on either side, who are just like, "What the fuck is going on?" I don't, I don't know. I think, I think it's a really, it's more nuanced than that. I hate um, nuance. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I think that it's it's really complex, um, like right now in America, and I think it's it's especially difficult i think it's all coming to a head um in a way that it hasn't before in american history and i think that the disconnect that people feel with kanye and and is that you know um he's he doesn't speak you don't have to necessarily be be political in your art and we i think we've talked about that before i think an artist probably okay go on yeah i think all art is inherently political Mm -hmm. but i don't think an artist needs to be in like constantly speak to political situations no. outside of their art i agree um, i wish he hadn't <laughs> but i will say that when you have artists like kendrick lamar and j cole and and they are like you know winning pulitzers for uh their commentary on what it means to be black in america and you have you know uh childish gambinos and things like that i'm i'm It'll be interesting to see if Kanye doesn't make himself irrelevant with stuff. Like Here's that. what I'll tell you. And there's no way for me to prove this, but like just having studied history and art and all that's just my guess. In a hundred years, nobody's going to remember uh, who were the other two you mentioned? Kendrick. Yeah. Ken- like, they'll, they'll be mentioned. There'll be like Tupac's and this and that. But Kanye is going to be mentioned on a totally different level. He won't just be in hip hop his books. He'll be in like history books. And not just for like this thing. This thing, you know, maybe doesn't go anywhere. It's for everything he's accomplished up until now. As far as an artist goes, I don't know if anybody else is at that level of accomplishments. Like a Pulitzer Prize is cool and all, but it's still within the system. It's still like the right. system complimenting you and going, hey, you did a good job, you know? Yeah, I think I think that the Pulitzer in particular is important, though, because after 75 years of only giving it to jazz albums, they gave it to him. Yeah, that was dope. And I don't think that it's that he and he wasn't. I'm not minimizing his that. Pulitzer. I thought I thought it was super. Dope. No. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's room for everyone. But I'm saying I agree. There is there is this thing where, um, you know, you can only go so far without commenting on. Uh, on the political climate I think what's going on right now is you guys are stuck in the muck like what you said you're in the middle of like everything's figuring itself out and you're in the middle of it and so when somebody pulls themselves out of the muck and tries to observe it from the outside it's like no get back in here because it doesn't work like that I guess that makes sense though I mean but I think yeah I don't think that's what he did (laughs) but it's a difference of opinion it's not like you no, know yeah, any better. Sure. Or, yeah. I think I think it reminds me a lot of, ironically, Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. who re- has refused for so long to comment on anything political, and because she doesn't have to, mm-hmm. because her she's a pop star, and like she she makes a beautiful album, and she sings songs about her broken heart, and like she doesn't necessarily need to to do anything right. other than that. <laughs> but what happens is, um, the the Taylor Swifts and the Katy Perrys of you know our generations are 
increasingly irrelevant by the day, right? Yeah. And I would, I would definitely argue that it's because they don't speak to those issues that everybody on a various level is is feeling. Um, it's possible, and it's also that's all zeitgeist stuff, right? Like, right. Uh, but um, uh, damn, I had a point. It's gone now. But um, no, I agree with you. It's like people like not being political with those artists, especially they're becoming kind of irrelevant because it's just pop gum, whatever. But mm-hmm. I think what's what people do, here's the thing: what people don't understand about Kanye is that everybody's looking at the Twitter and everybody's looking at media, everybody's looking at social media and all that, and thinking like that's the opinion. That is not the opinion. The majority opinion on Kanye is younger kids who look up to this kid, and even what he's doing with his hat and all that, they get it. They, they look at adults like, okay, these guys are just screaming over each other. But what's really happening is that he's, he's changing how the kids think. And that nobody else is doing. Interesting. The kids don't, 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 don't buy into any of this. Like, like, the next generation has a really hard time buying into, like, um, party systems, you know, right and left, borders, all that stuff. They're already mm-hmm. so beyond that. Now, they have to deal with it because that's the reality of it. But when Ye speaks out, like, how children think then he becomes their guy. And it doesn't matter what all these, if these old people are giving each other Pulitzers and this and that, the kids are who, who influence the culture. I mean, I think, yeah, I don't think, I would argue that it's not him that's doing that. It's like the kids themselves. What um, do you mean? Like, like, I don't think that he's leading some kind of revolution. Not a revolution. But... I'm saying he's influencing their thought. There's going to be some kid that said like what Tupac saw. Tupac would always say, like, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one that's going to spark the revolution, but it's, I'm going to be the one that sparks the mind of some kid that sparks it. And I think uh, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Got it. I don't think any yeah, of these be... other people are going to have any kind of real influence on, on young kids other than, like, this temporary pop culture zeitgeist thing. Whereas Ye has, Ye has the hearts of the kids, which is hard. Anyway, it's my opinion. And with that, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that we tell the people who who we are having on the next few episodes. We the don't. Long episodes. I don't know when exactly we're figuring out, but we're gonna have mm-hmm. on uh, Matt Citron, who's a rapper from Atlanta, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, another rapper from Atlanta. I don't want to mispronounce his name. Um, but it'll be a secret. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a secret. And I think you might you're looking at getting some poets on as well, mm-hmm. and yeah. some writers, you know. So yeah, this should be fun. I, I actually have a, cu- I have a couple of secrets that, that, that I haven't said anything yet that I'm kind of trying to organize. If that happens, then it'll be really cool. All right. Well, I am pumped for the actual season. I'm glad that we caught up. Me too. I'm, our most controversial episode yet. On our most controversial episode <laughs> ever. Um, but it's fun. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we finally, like, didn't agree on something. Me too. It's fun. And it also, you know what? It shows people you can disagree on stuff. You can get a little heated, but it doesn't mean anything. Right. I, I think you're a bad person. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But, um... it's, not like, it's not like the podcast is over now forever. Yes. Forever. <laughs> we love Kanye so much. No. <laughs> you people um... hater. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's All right. call it. Bye. Bye.